Hey guys, what's up? I'm Andy. You're listening to the MFCEO Project Podcast. Uh, If this is your first time listening, welcome. A little bit about myself. I started my first real business uh, at the age of 19. It was a sports nutrition retail store. I I started with my business partner, Chris, with $12,000 that we got from painting the stripes on parking lots. Um, Our first day in sales, we sold $7. Our second day, we sold nothing. Our third day, we sold $22. It took us eight months to have a day over $200. And now here we are 16 and a half years later with uh, multiple companies that gross in excess of $100 million a year uh, collectively. So the reason for the podcast, basically, I'm sick of all the bullshit out there. I'm sick of all the fluffy butterfly sugar-coated feel good stuff and we wanted to bring the reality of business to you guys without the powder puff uh that has become so popular in today's uh society um i'm not politically correct i'm going to curse i'm going to say fuck i'm going to say shit i'm probably going to say pussy a couple times in terms of don't be not in terms of the uh female genitalia um, You're going to offend several different people groups too, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure I'm going to offend the, some people. Uh, but here's the reality. I'm a normal dude. All of us sitting here are normal dudes. And all of us listening to this podcast are, norm, are normal people. Um, I'm not going to be something I'm not. And I want to bring the ability to mentor you and teach you and help you with the things I've struggled with um, along with the guests that we include. I'm here with my co-hosts, um, Ben Newman. And Vaughn Kohler. What's up, fellas? What's going on? Doing good. Uh, guys, it's fucking hot. It is. I did cardio outside. I finally started my diet to get my fucking fat ass back in shape. I and saw your Facebook post about going up the hill. Oh, my God. It was amazing. Dude. Yeah. No, not amazing. Torture. <laughs> Hardest shit ever, man. Yeah. Um, going up the hill, I got about halfway up. And, and this hill is like 40 degree incline. It's about a mile. And, and uh, I get about halfway up, and I'm like, fuck, dude, I'm going to quit. And, and I'm, I stopped. I literally stopped for about 30 seconds to catch my breath, and I looked down. And I'm like, I'm just going to go down. It's too hot. And then I thought about Derek Wieda, our athlete at first form, um, who is an amputee doing the mud run. And watched him do the mud run on crutches and taking like three hours to do it where everybody else took like 40 minutes. And I'm like, dude, you are not this big of a fucking pussy. You're going to fucking do this. And I did it. Well, you're, looking, you're looking more svelte these days. Dude, I got a long way to go. I go through that, though. I go through the up and downs, you know, um, probably like everybody. Everybody gets hot mm-hmm. on, on their work ethic, hot on, hot on the track, whether it be in business, career, your physical, um, whatever it is. And then I go through phases where I'm not as disciplined, you know. And I think that's like something that most people don't realize is that's a normal thing for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, even the most successful guys I know and talk to will tell me the same thing. They go through phases where they're on it. And then they're off it. And most of the people I find that are successful are just very consistent in understanding the fact that they're going to have those times where they're hot and cold and, and knowing that, you know, um, trying to minimize the bad things when, when you're cold and trying to maximize the hotness when you're hot, you know? Yeah. So I'm trying to get myself back in that hot on the, on the physical aspect. And it's, you're in it a, just you're so in happens a, it's fucking literally hot. 
like yeah hot. You're in the middle of a 90 day, no, 100 day challenge or something, yeah. right? Yeah. So every he's year. He's got a swimsuit to get into. That's right. <laughs> every year we do this thing in the summertime where we try to go 100 days. And when I say we, I mean my wife and then a lot of the guys here at the office, we do it together. But uh, where we go 100 days, no cheating in our diet, no missing workout, and no alcohol for 100 days straight. Last year I did it, I only made it like 43 days. Um, hmm. So I'm trying to make it the full amount. But during that 43 days, I lost like 35 pounds. So is that is that uh, is that a lot for you to go forty three days without alcohol? I'm actually not being funny. I'm, I'm I mean normally yeah. You drink I'm like a lot. A pretty normal person. Yeah. I mean I don't know. I, I when I'm not doing that, I probably you know I'm good for some beers on the weekend. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. don't know what's normal. Everybody's I mean I, I've I've cut down on alcohol personally, but to completely eliminate it, I mean I just enjoy it. I mean yeah. I enjoy mm-hmm. having beers. I right. enjoy drinking. Wine. The one thing yeah, I don't like about it is gin. That, yeah. What I don't like about I love it, but the one thing I don't like, and the bigger our business gets and the more it grows, is it's not that I, it's that it's the two or three days after. It's not that I'm hungover. I'm mentally unfocused, and mm-hmm. I don't like that feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, and I never used to have that when I was younger, but now that I'm you know getting in mid thirties and stuff and late thirties or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. 36. Um, I feel like I don't recover mentally as well yeah. as I used to. What's your drink of choice? Mm, maker's mark on the rocks. Mm-hmm. Ben, I do uh, sapphire and tonic hmm. gin and tonic. Yeah. Everybody always gets me blue label for uh, Christmas, you know, cause they're like, Oh dude, blue label. It's, it's expensive. He'll like it. I fucking hate want, it. Want that makers. Yeah. I want makers, man. 30 bucks a bottle. It's good for me. Have you been to the, uh, factory there or no the, but i heard it's awesome it is awesome i yeah. used to live in louisville yeah i heard it's cool emily and yeah. i are, emily and i are going to do that sometime mm-hmm. so but yeah so can i mention something real quick yeah it's just it's just sitting on me is hearing you tell your uh, story is how you chose to give a perspective of somebody like derek and i think when you're going through tough times and i mean i've heard you say this in so many different stories yeah is that you, you had a shift in perspective you right. said because i'm facing adversity i'm going to think about somebody who's done something tougher right. than what i'm going through right now right. and i was at the mud run right i yeah. saw derek we saw it yeah I mean, as soon as we're watching this i'm like how am i not going to finish this thing right when he's literally doing this without his prosthetic yeah. and you know what's funny about him is he doesn't think that's a big deal you know he's that's just him He's just a competitive, tough motherfucker. You know what I mean? And, you know, that that's why I chose the words, I'm not that big of a pussy because I'm not going to sit here and put myself on that level because I know, I mean, that, that guy's a special breed of human um, when it comes to being mentally tough and physically tough. But uh, it was definitely, uh, I you know, definitely getting to know him and see what he does and all those things is uh it's a good it's a good perspective to to put myself in place when it needs to be in in terms of physical stuff because like I come from background of athletics where like running and conditioning is usually punishment so I'm like mentally ingrained in my brain that running and doing shit like that it's not fucking fun for me I, I fucking hate it yeah you know? I, hate, I hate running right it's I like lifting mm-hmm. but I don't like doing the conditioning part so you know breaking past that going from the mentality of its punishment to going the mentality of like accomplishing it has been a uh, somewhat of a journey for me, you know, but I'm getting to where now when I do things that are hard, I do like appreciate how you feel at the end. Is Derek's a, a former serviceman, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's how he lost. That's his how he leg. lost his yeah. leg. Yeah. yeah. He got shot through the knee and then uh, it would never like basically heal mm-hmm. and they end up amputating it. Um, after the fact, not on the spot, but because it wasn't healing. At his request. Yeah, he, he mm-hmm. chose to have it amputated. 
So those guys are really, really impressive. I was talking to a guy one time, a Marine, who was one of the most impressive guys I've ever met. And he said, you know when a Marine is happy? I said, when? And he said, when you're surrounded by the enemy, your back is against the wall, it looks hopeless, and there's no escape. That's when a Marine is happy. I don't know, man. <laughs> Everybody's got their own, their, own, uh, their own things, I guess. You know, well, I'm just the point, the point like in the world. Yeah, I mean, just the point he was saying, you know, he, he wanted the challenge. He wanted the challenge. He oh, wanted I get to overcome that. it. Yeah. And I would agree with that. I said, yeah. you know, all the Marines that I know that I've gotten to know personally all have a similar mentality in terms of uh, their willingness to, like, take the challenge. Mm-hmm. Dude, I don't think, dude, Derek's the kind of guy, like, I don't think you'd ever want to tell him, like, dude, I don't think you'd do this or that, no matter what. Like, I think he would fucking do it just mm-hmm. out of spite. Mm-hmm. I think it's that, that mindset that the troops have. You know, and other people have this, but the troops, it's incredible. It's that, that sacrifice to whatever it takes to just get it done. Yeah. And a sacrifice to a bigger purpose. I remember a few months back, I was speaking in Virginia Beach, and I had the opportunity to have dinner with one of the individuals from SEAL Team 6 who was there on the Bin Laden mission. And sitting with him, he's a, I mean, he's just a, a normal guy, right? You wouldn't right. even meet him and right. go, oh, my gosh, that's the kind of guy who would have been on this. I mean, he's just mm-hmm. a normal guy having a great conversation. And I remember I said, what what caused you to make the choice to get into the service? He said, I was 17 years old on September 11th, the September 11th. I was 17 years old. And he said, I woke up in the morning on September the 12th and I went to both of my parents and said, you're both signing up. I'm going to serve our country. This will never happen on our soil again. Hmm. And he was 17 years old. I mean, the only way a 17 year old, I mean, you could even call him a boy, Yeah. but I mean, a 17 year old man can sign off because you have to be 18 is if both your parents signed and he went to his parents and he joined the service and then committed to giving his best. I mean, the seals are the elite of the elite seal team six are the baddest. I'm going to curse. Andy likes it when I occasionally curse. (laughs) Those are the baddest motherfuckers on the planet. And he's one of them. So just think about that set starting at 17. And, and, you know, we want to we want to moan and complain. I can't do this. I can't do that. Yet, I think just like Andy did today, each and every one of you, there is perspective. There's a story. There's something that inspires you that when you feel like you can't go any further, shift to that perspective and dig down deep and keep going. Well, dude, I know for me, man, you know, I was almost embarrassed to even share that because, like, it shows you how mentally out of condition I am in a physical sense right now. Like, I'm like, fuck, dude, were you mm. really going to fucking quit on something as pussy as that? Like I was, I'm like, I'm like embarrassed about it. Now right. I'm hungry to go out and do it over and over right. just to fucking do it because right. you broke through though. Right. So when we, uh, when we hear stories about people like Derek or this seal team six guy that you mentioned, we're seeing the final result. We're seeing, well, not the final, but we're seeing the result of guys who have made specific choices with their lives and, a lot of those choices are, you know, what they do on a day-to-day level, you know, how they become the people they want to be. And I, I know, Andy, we were going to talk about today's topic. It might be a good time to introduce that. Yeah. I mean, the most fucking annoying thing I hear about, I get, I literally, I mean, you know, we get thousands of emails. I mean, the most annoying thing that I fucking hear on Periscope, on Instagram, from people in person is I don't have fucking time. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to... It would be nice if I could get in shape if I had the time. It would be nice if I could run a business if I had the time. You have the motherfucking time. Everybody's got the time. Mm-hmm. Okay? And if you really don't think you have the time, today we're going to talk about how to make you have the time. Okay? How to be effective, not how to be busy. You know, there's a fucking difference. 
Everybody in this world is like, oh, I'm so busy. And they think that like activity is equal to effectiveness. You know, just because you keep yourself busy from 6 a.m. to 11 p.m. running around with like your chicken, with a chicken with his fucking head cut off doesn't mean you're effective. Okay, what that means is, is you're inefficient and you're not effective at getting the critical tasks done that you need to get done. So what we're going to talk about today is how to get shit done, period. Mm. You know? So what are you going to do? You're just going to break down your day? I'm going to break down how to be effective, okay? Mm-hmm. This, this, here's the problem. The problem is, is that most people in society, in, for some reason, and I don't know what it is, they associate activity with being busy or with being effective. They think that if they bustle and hustle, the more hours a day, the more result they're going to produce. And it's common. You see this on fucking Instagram all the time. You know, these, these fucking memes and these messages about, oh, don't ever fucking sleep. You know, I never sleep. I worked 26 hours of a 24-hour day. You know, I worked 48-hour shifts. I do all this shit. It's all bullshit. Nobody fucking does that unless they're snorting a pound of cocaine up their fucking nose every fucking day. And that's it. That's the truth. Okay? You got to learn to be effective. You got to learn to get your shit done. And the truth of the matter is, is if you become a master of getting your shit done, you can have your shit done by 9 o'clock in the fucking morning. And then your freedom, you got all this extra time to go do the shit you really want to do. Or you could do more because here's the truth. If you're concentrating all that energy on being effective in a focused, concentrated manner, you will not have the mental energy to do that for fucking 12 hours. It's impossible because that's what it takes to be that kind of effective. And I don't know, dude, all the entrepreneurial buddies I know that work their balls off, if I call them at 1 o'clock, they're done for the fucking day. They're ready to go fuck off. You know why? Because they do more between fucking 5 o'clock in the morning and 1 o'clock in the afternoon than you do in a fucking week. And that's what being effective is. So the reality is, is the more effective you are, the more time you have. I think one of the best examples that will really paint a clear picture and kind of politely hit everybody right in between the eyes for exactly what Andy's talking about comes from the book The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. And Tim gives the example in the book. He says, remember a time when you had two days to do 20 things? How long did it take you? It took you two days. He said, if I gave you the same list, the same 20 things that had to get done, and I gave you two hours, how long would it take you to do it? The answer, two hours. Why? Because when you choose to be efficient, when you choose to lock into a mindset where I'm going to get it done, you will find a way. And I agree with you. I mean, I I know Vaughn's going to make me open up about my disciplines and how early I wake up, but the reality is I get up as early as I do so that I can have breakfast with my kids, so I can take my kids to school, so I can have people look at me like, does that dude even have a job? Yeah, I have a job. I just choose to be efficient so I can do the things that I want to do with my time because when I work, I am working. That's I'm not right. just saying it's going to be a 19-hour day. And, and I'm not just clocking in and sitting there with my fucking coffee at Starbucks acting like I'm fucking busy and then sending out some <laughs> bullshit invoice about all these hours you worked. Dude, fuck that. You either fucking get it done or you fucking don't. And if you're one of these people who likes to play business, like I like to say, people that play business, you know what play business means? Play business means I fucking go into Starbucks, I get my fucking latte, I open up my Apple, I, I, you know, I take my selfie in, I say, oh, getting the grind on, you know, I'm fucking playing business. No, playing business is fucking none of those things. It's not your office. I don't even have a fucking office at this office building that I fucking paid for. I don't even have a fucking office here. You know where my office is? Right here, on my fucking cell phone. 
It's in my fucking truck. It's in my car. It's at home. It's in my bedroom. When I'm hungover, that's my office. I don't give a fuck. I, that's not what business is about. You know what I'm saying? That's not what being effective is about. You, you, dude, these people that want to put on the fucking, the front of being successful in business, dude, it's a fucking joke. And anybody who really fucking accomplished anything knows exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You know? You, you, know what I, you know what I love about Andy? And this is what I think all of you love about Andy is that he's just giving it to you real. And I think a lot of people could say like, man, that is just like some serious fire that you're bringing. But it's the truth, and I know that you care that much. Those individuals out there who when you hear this, you're like, you know what, that's me. We don't need you to send an email in. We don't need you to raise your hand and tell us that it's you. But just choose to change. Choose to take your time back because it's your time and you can do something with it. Well, and that's the thing. It's like people are sold on the idea. And this comes, I think from corporate America handing down this fucking, the old school way of business, right? How many hours you put in this week? You know, and people are like, oh, I put in 60 hours. Well, that's really not the right fucking question. The right, the right question is, and the question I ask, what the fuck did you get done this week? Because that's what's going to move you forward, okay? So being busy from, and see, a lot of people have kids and obligations, and this is where they attack me because I don't have fucking kids. Well, number one, I don't have kids by fucking choice because I knew what I had to do to get to where I am. So that'll be the next phase of my life, hopefully. Second of all, if you do have kids, there's no reason you still can't get it done. There's millions of people out there that do that. Don't use your kids as a fucking excuse because you know what's going to eventually happen is when you're fucking 60, you're going to say, man, I'm fucking miserable. I'm broken. I never did the things I wanted to do because of my kids. And how the fuck do you think that makes them feel? You're going to resent your own fucking kids because you didn't have the balls to go out and do your own shit? It's bullshit. Right. Where do you think we got this idea that... It's it, handed down from corporate America, man. It's, well, but even before that, don't you think there is something that we, we, we attribute putting in time well, dude, as working hard? Well, dude, we can get hard? really deep into this because the reality is is that if you're giving your... your this goes back to our podcast that went on uh, today with Will Compton... If you're giving people something passionate to work on and something that excites them and gets them fucking pumped, they're not even watching the fucking hours they put in because they're worried about accomplishing the goal, mm-hmm. right? So it comes down to the factory mentality. I've got a force. I have a, I have a human element that is not a creative contributor that I have to force to be here from the time of this time and that time for us to remain productive. And they have to make... 400 widgets per shift. Otherwise, we're not going to make our money. And, and that mentality gets then put on the office staff, all right, who are supposed to be creative, the heart, the lifeblood of your business. But here's the problem. You know, when you, when you fucking lock your office staff and, and, you know, put them in terms of hours worked, they're going to start thinking of ter- in terms of hours worked. They're not thinking of productiveness. You know, here we have a time minimum where – we have a time here that you have to be here by in the morning, which is nine o'clock, which usually people are like seven o'clock, but I want my guys and my, and my team to go out and get their workouts in or whatever they want to do before they get here. That way they're not worried about it. And yeah, and we don't have a leaving time. Some guys get their shit done. They leave at three 30. Some guys are here till nine or 10 or even fucking midnight. Some guys spend the fucking night on the fucking couches here. And that's the truth. But that's what happens when you give people passionate shit to work on. They stop looking at the hours and they start looking at what they've accomplished. So, I mean, I think that the mentality comes down from companies trying to put mindless shit on people 
and force them to fucking work, you know, without allowing them or empowering them to be a creative part of the business. They take the, the factory mentality and put it on the office, which is a terrible thing to do. But I think that's where it comes from, mm -hmm. from the most part. Mm -hmm. And then people get accustomed to that, you know, because they're always getting asked, well, how many hours do you work? You know, because like you go to the bar and drink with your buddies, you know, and they want to brag about what they what they did. They're like, oh, I fucking worked 75 hours this week. Well, I don't fucking give a shit. I, I, I couldn't tell you. I, I, I couldn't tell you the number of hours I worked in a week. In, I, I, Dude. I, I, I couldn't. Years, like six, seven. I have no idea. I don't either. I know that all I know is that I get more shit done between fucking Monday and Tuesday than most people get done in a month. And that's what we're talking about here. Mm -hmm. We're talking about being effective because those things that you get done that actually get done are the things that are going to drive you forward. All right. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get into a couple practical applications uh, of how to do that, of how to be effective. Okay. And it's, I'll start because I'll start with what I do, but most people when they think about being effective, it's like whenever you take somebody who's completely out of shape and they think that they're going to go out and run a fucking four miles today and they're going to eat just tuna and water today and then, you know, and they're going to lose all this weight that they had in a day. And guess what happens tomorrow when they wake up? They can't fucking move. And they're like, dude, fuck this. And they quit. So I think when it comes to being effective, most people bite off far more than what they can chew from the beginning. And, dude, being effective and being efficient with your time is so simple. Who gets further? The guy who fucking is busy and gets his fucking latte and goes to Starbucks and spends seven hours on Facebook and blah, blah, blah. Or the guy who fucking makes five simple things that he has to do every single day on a critical task list and gets them done over the course of time. And those things might take two hours. So here's what I do. I create what's called a power list. All right, My power list is five critical tasks. Five critical tasks. And, and, and when I say critical tasks, those, those five tasks may encompass different areas of life. It could be physical. It could be career. And they all mix in. But only five. All right? So they're not all five business. My list will look like this for today. My list would be do cardio, 40 minutes of cardio, do my weight workout, eat my six meals that are planned for me. That's, that's three of those are physical for me today. My other two would be do the podcast and fucking call our manufacturer because I had a question about something that we were working on a capsule product. That's it. Okay. Once I do those things, I won the day. I won the fucking day. You know why? Because I moved forward today. The rest of the day, I got to go do whatever I want. You know what I'm doing this afternoon? I'm going to picking up my new fucking Lamborghini. Nice. You know what I'm saying? I want to fuck off for the rest of the day after this podcast because the rest of my shit's done. That's the reality of being effective. That's the reality of getting your shit done. When you get it done every single day, those, those efforts and those tasks become cumulative. Now, tomorrow, those fucking three tasks, those two tasks of cardio and weights, you know, I don't have to lift tomorrow. So it's going to be cardio. It's going to be eat my meals. And the three other tasks are going to be probably business related. Right? Yeah, a key word that you just used, I think, is cumulative, and I think it's fair to say that people who it's are compounding, it's just yes. like a compounding interest. But I th don't you think it's fair to say that people who are starting out are going to have more on their list? No, than you, that's you my don't point. Think so? My point is, don't overwhelm yourself with sh with so much shit that you know you're like, you know, I mean, okay, maybe it is seven things, but mm -hmm. don't fucking make it seventy things, right? Because those right. seventy things will never get done in one day, and just because you do them 
when you get to item number 27, your mental fucking state to execute properly with the attention that needs to be applied to that task is now fucking gone because you've already wasted it on the first 26 items. So what happens is, is that when you try to do too much, your mental acuity gets rubbed and your enthusiasm and your passion and your heart and all the things that make what your work fucking great get numbed down to the point where you're producing less than quality work. Hmm. Okay. So Makes what happens sense. when yeah. you produce less than quality work? Guess who produces better work? Your competition or the guy trying to get the same job as you or the guy trying to this or that, you know, not many bosses look at an employee and say, oh, the guy's here all the time. Dude, most good bosses at a good company, good CEOs, they look at a guy and they say, man, that guy gets shit done. And there is a difference. And that's the point we're trying to make here. So Vaughn, Vaughn's looking at me right now. If you all could see Vaughn, because he knows <laughs> this is a topic that uh, it gets me pretty jacked up and fired up. And, you know, Andy and I have so many similarities in this thinking. I, I go on three principles a day. I break it down personal, professional, and of service to others. Many of you know I call this your prize fighter day. Well, and everybody, that, that's an important point before you start going. Everybody's got their own little system. All I'm doing is shit. I am not telling you my system is the way. I'm telling you what I do. And see, that, that's one of the things when we teach this, the reason why it's called Your Prize Fighter Day is because it's about you choosing what you want to do every single day based upon the activities that you know will create victories. Now, Andy said it, what makes a win in the day? But if you pay attention, Andy wasn't saying it's a win based upon a result. It's a number of sales that came through the door. It's a win based upon the effort, the choices, the activity that he put forth in that day so he can look himself in the mirror at the end of the day and say, I intentionally got after it and I made the right choices to be successful. When you operate in that vacuum, you will drive success and performance on a level that you never knew was even possible for yourself. And not only that, the second most popular question I get in our in periscopes or podcasts or email or whatever is this how do i build the confidence i need to be successful well i'm telling you and ben's telling you how to do that right now if you I, build me, you, i'll tell you the, the, psych, the psychology behind it right. i get so jacked up about this here's the psychology if you listen to what andy just said with his day all he's focused on was that given day the way the world has been constructed for you is to look up at the sky and to say, you know what, I'm going to win today. How many points am I going to put up on the board? And too many people are focused on the results rather than the work that gets the results. So the reason why people lose confidence is because they wake up, they had a bad day yesterday, they lost a business deal, and they're still worried about it. As opposed to when you have a mindset that Andy's talking about or what I'm talking about, it's really the same thing. All you're worried about is the work that you can do today. So even if you made a monster sale the day before, it no longer matters because it's your commitment with what you're going to do with the day that you have. If you had a bad day before, that no longer matters. It's what you're going to do with the day that you have. If you've got a big sale that's locked up for tomorrow, it doesn't matter. It's about what you're going to do today. And if you compound your max effort, in all areas of your life. Andy just mentioned nutrition. Andy talked about personal. Andy talked about business. If you break these things down and you compound them daily, day over day over day over day, I'll tell you right now, it's impossible to not be successful. No, it is impossible. And here's the here's the point that I, you always say attack the process. And when I first met you, you said that. And I, you would say that. And I was like, man, what's he talking about? But I, but then when I, what I realized was that it's so fucking simple it's what I already do, and it's what all successful people do. And there's a, there's a little, there's a little, and this is where a lot of people get hung up. There's a faith aspect to, to what we're talking about. A lot of people 
have this thought in their head. And I'm not, I'm not even talking about religious faith. I'm just saying faith. Okay. Belief in yourself. Faith. Belief that the result will be there if you do the work. A lot of people don't do the work because they have this thing in their head that they say, well, what, man, what if I go out and I do all this work for six months in a row and nothing happens? That's what they think. So they don't do anything. And then 20 years from now, they're like, fuck, you know, I got fucked over by the world. No, you fucked yourself over. But the, 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 the scenario you just gave is that they gave up in the six month. No, it took you 12 years before you really started making the money, but you kept fighting for that purpose. When you give up in six months, that's what you get. You get nothing because you quit. That's right. If you continue to work and you continue to compound it, doing things for the right reasons, serving people, believing in yourself and getting after it. If the purpose is big enough and you got a good company that's doing good things, you will grow. Well, and that, but, the, but I guess what I'm trying to get at, though, is that people, they have this doubt in their head. They like say, well, if I'm going to do all the work, what if I do all this work and it doesn't work? That's what they think. You know what I mean? And people have to realize that it doesn't ever, ever happen. Ever. If you do the fucking work consistently over, that's why I say it all the time. You know, the, pe the big difference between people who are successful and people who don't, the people that are successful did the fucking work and they just did it consistently and they did it longer. You know, it's when you say it's impossible to succeed or it's impossible to not succeed when you do that, that's the honest to God's truth. And, and here's what I think where people go in their mind. They say, oh, when you get to Andy's level and your companies are doing over $100 million in sales, well, you don't have adversity and challenge. So you don't have to go through what I go through. <laughs> Let me be the first to tell you the bigger the game that you want to play in life the bigger the adversity is, the bigger the challenge is. So Andy goes through a challenge. If you don't think he has challenge, if there's a significant challenge or adversity they face, what's Andy worried about? And not that he needs to be defended, but people may say he doesn't have kids yet, but the reality is he's got 200 people that are on their team fighting, putting food on the table for them to all work together for a common purpose. So let me tell you what adversity is. Adversity is when something goes wrong and he's making a decision with Chris and the team of leaders that's going to come down on him, but he has to choose to respond. And it's not easy every single day. He works his butt off. He goes through adversity, but he keeps fighting. Well, and, you know, Tony Robbins said something that stuck with me a long time ago. I love Tony Robbins' material. Um, but your, his quote is, and I believe I could be misquoting this a little bit, but not by much. But your success is going to be in direct proportion to the amount of, of, of discomfort that you can, that you can live with. So your success is going to be in direct proportion to the amount of discomfort that you can live with. Okay. And so it's like, what that means is that, you know, I get a lot of, you get a lot of people asking like, Oh man, I'm stressed out. I'm freaking the fuck out. Cause I'm in business or I don't blah, blah, blah. And I'm blah. When's it going to stop? Well, it doesn't stop. You just get used to it. Okay. It's like getting in a really cold fucking swimming pool. When you first get in, it's cold as shit. All right. And then you get in a little bit more. And it's still cold. And then you just jump in and you get in there. And after 10 minutes, it's not cold anymore. It's just normal. And that's the same thing as living with that uncertainty, living with that discomfort. All right. And you have to be able to tolerate that or there's just no way you, there's just no way you can make it. So getting yourself acclimated to the feelings of uncertainty and the feelings of what if, and then doing the work anyway is the key to success. That's it.
it, it's it's the state of the mental breakthrough and I believe exactly what you're saying making yourself uncomfortable speeds up the process of mental toughness and you you have to know that it's going to be tough you're going to be challenged one of my favorite stories when it comes to exactly what you're talking about I had the opportunity to hear uh, the lone survivor Marcus Luttrell speak twice damn and I, I mean I'd love to hear that oh I mean the two of you would get together so well you know you're 15 feet from the state I mean this guy's as real as it gets and I remember him talking about that one of the first things they do when SEALs train is that they may have a class that starts with 260 or 270 people, and they are in the water doing water drills in the beach in San Diego, right? The Hotel Del Coronado where you were recently. Yeah. So you know exactly where we I'm talking about. We train. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're right. They're in that cold water, right? Yeah. Man, it is cold there, too. And they leave them in the water. Literally, you will have the trainers leave and not even say when they're coming back. And Marcus said there are grown men who have gone their whole lives saying, I want to be a SEAL. And within 10 to 15 minutes of being in this ice-cold 50-degree water, they will get out of the water, they'll ring the bell, and they will quit. And you will have others who are peeing on themselves to try to find warmth, hugging each other, doing whatever they can to stay in the water. And he says what's the most amazing thing about the people that quit is that if you go five miles down the beach, the same beach, the same water, the same temperature, there are children who've been playing in that water all day long. It's all in your mind. You have to be willing to break through. God, that's awesome. If you tell yourself, if you tell yourself it's over, guess what? It's over. And that's what I'm telling you. We just want you to hear is that stop telling yourself that it's over. Stop telling yourself that you don't have time. Stop telling yourself that you can't do it. Know that you have everything that it takes inside of you to achieve the things that you want. And there's great team teammates, mentors, coaches. A lot of people say, Ben, I don't have money to hire you to be my coach. Well, then you know what? We're giving you coaching right now. Yeah. We're giving you mentoring right now. Right. Yeah. But you have to accept no, it. No, but dude, and then we're getting into we're getting into a whole another thing and, here. And I'm going to stop us real quick because I, I got to do a, a couple things and housekeeping things before we go on. So I just obviously... Vaughn, uh, you dropped the topic. You got us hot in here, baby. <laughs> I know. I, I can't believe that I was actually worried that you guys weren't going to be enthusiastic about this topic when before we started. But yeah, you've, you've proven me wrong. But listen, the MFCEO.com is the website. Uh, this specific episode can be find on, found on uh, the MFCEO.com slash P9. Guys, uh, connect with us on social media. Andy is at Andy Frisella for uh, Instagram and uh, Periscope. He is MFCEO-1 on Snapchat, uh, Facebook, Andy, Andy Fursella, you're not, you don't do the Twitter thing, right, Andy? No, I don't do Twitter. Okay, and uh, Ben is at Continued Fight for Periscope, Periscope Instagram, Instagram, Twitter, pretty, pretty much ben everything Newman for Facebook. Ben LinkedIn, Newman for Facebook, and I'm at Von Kohler. Uh, I, before, I mean, I, I know you guys are probably going to want to share some other things that are on your mind, but one thing that I really did want to sort of regroup and, and restate a little bit is that two words that you guys have both used again and again have been um, consistency and cumulative, those those two adjectives, and, and just this whole idea of doing things every day, and that's how you don't get overwhelmed. But Andy, I know you and I have talked about, because working on your book that's coming out pretty soon, you have this sort of belief that when you do that kind of stuff, it begins to create momentum. And right. then do you want to talk a little bit yeah. more about that? I mean, so it's all about creating good habits, all right, and, and creating good momentum. Good momentum. You've all heard it before, you know, oh, it takes 21 days or it takes 27 days to create a new habit. The most successful people on earth that I've had the privilege to know or interview or talk to all 
are habitually successful. And what I mean by that is that it's not a huge effort for them to do these things that we talk about. It's just the shit that they do. Okay. And, and by creating momentum and creating good habits, what you do is, is you start doing things that are involuntary. You know, I've been doing this power list that we've been talking about. And some days I do make the list in my head and don't write it down, but I've been doing it for 16 years. Okay. When you start and I still have my notebook, I'll bring it in next time from when I started and it still has my list in there from every fucking day. Okay. And I still use the same notebook. I just take the old pages and I unclick the binder and I put new ones in same notebook I've used since we started on day one. I still use it. Okay. But when you do this and you do it consistently enough and it's probably not 27 days. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's probably longer than that. But what will happen is you'll automatically start doing it. And when you start doing some sort of effective list on a daily basis and a applying your energy to that list in a reasonable amount of time, which is what the amount of time it truly takes to get done instead of playing business with your latte. Okay. When you do that over and over and over again, it becomes a habit and you create momentum and you're moving forward daily. All right. What happens when you move forward daily, that doubt that you used to have that you have in the beginning? Well, what if I do all this work and it doesn't work goes away. All right. And what replaces that doubt? Belief. Okay. And when belief comes in and replaces that doubt, now you're dealing with something that is unfucking stoppable. You're dealing with a force to be fucking reckoned with in terms of success. There is not one thing in my brain that I think that I would want to do that I don't think I can do. And it's not a matter of, you know, when people come to me with business ideas, they say things like, well, do you think this is work? That's the wrong fucking idea. You know what I say? You're going to make it fucking work. All right. That's the entrepreneur mindset. That's the mindset of success. Take the path. Don't look for the one of least resistance. Look for the one that you think you want to go down and you make it fucking work. But the problem with most people is, is they never take the time to create the momentum and the habits needed to have the belief that they are in control of that path. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's necessary part of the process. So You know, it's all a a cumulative cycle. You know, you work hard every single day. You create momentum. You see the results. You enjoy the results. And guess what you do? You go back and you work harder the next day. It's the same thing you were saying 10 minutes ago. Yeah. This is how you start to build that confidence. It's how you start to eliminate the doubt. It's how you start to create the momentum and the belief, which is the strongest part of it. Now, I'm going to get off the, I'm going to get off here a little bit on, on the tangent, just a little thing about belief is that, you know, there's things about the human brain and body, a lot of things that science does not understand, okay? Um, And one of the things that they don't understand is how the metaphysical properties of actually believing things manifest. We're talking about the law of attraction, okay? But I can tell you from experience that belief, like true belief in your heart that you're going to accomplish a goal is the number one most powerful thing you could ever have. And most people listening are probably thinking, oh, that sounds like some fucking hocus pocus shit that you're not supposed to be talking about on the motherfucking CEO show. (laughs) But I'm going to tell you right now, the reason I'm talking about it is because it's fucking true. You know, dude, I used to fucking have a picture. When I used to, before I ever bought my first Lamborghini, I had a, I had a, a file on my computer of exotic cars. 
Okay. And so I would go on Google or wherever and I would snapshot screenshot photos of cars that I liked. And it was like my way of kind of shopping for cars when I didn't have any money. So one day I asked Jason, um, who is still with us. He's my right hand guy. He's, he's my number one dude. I said, Hey man, I want you to make me a, um, an icon for my, my desktop, a custom icon. That's an exotic car. And I didn't tell him what kind, I didn't tell him anything. Well, he made, um, you know, a custom, you know what I'm talking about? That looks like it's like a folder. It's like a yeah. little icon. You click on yeah. it and then a folder opens up. Right. Well, he made one and it was a white Lamborghini. All right. So like, this is like 10 years ago. So like four years ago when I bought my first Lamborghini, guess what color it was? It was white. It was a white super Legera coupe 2011 model. I got the car. I drove it for like two months. I opened up my computer and I looked at the screen and I fucking forgot that that was even on there. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the icon and I'm like, I called Jason in the office and this time I had office I said, dude, come look at this. I said, you're not going to fucking believe this. Remember when you made this? Okay, dude, that, those kind of things, I don't know the science behind it and I don't care, but all I know is it's the fucking truth. Mm-hmm. All right. So getting yourself in a position to believe that you're going to accomplish things, surrounding yourself with success all the time, taking the, the time to create habit that is success, all those things come together. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're doing your dream life before you even fucking mm-hmm. realize it. I think the thing that's so powerful is that what you're saying has been affirmed by all sorts of different people, like from the secret people to, I mean, in the Bible, there's a, there's a verse that says, as a man thinks, so he is. Yeah, but So the, this is like rock solid truth, yeah, regardless of where the people are getting it But the thing from. is, though, is people, people find excuses. And we're talking about being effective with your time. But what I was going to say before we went on the break for a minute is that we're getting into a little bit different of a topic, which is people tend to try to find excuses wherever they can. And those excuses are always intended to get them out of the work. Mm -hmm. Okay. So people are listening right now. They're like, Oh, this sounds like hocus pocus or Vaughn just mentioned the Bible. I don't believe in the Bible or whatever. People have a hard time believing before they see the result. But I guess, you know, what I'm trying to say is, is that you have to fucking believe before you even start the work. Otherwise, you won't do the fucking work. Right. No, I, I, I'm going to challenge you. I, I don't think we're off topic at all. The whole point was well, I think the it power, all goes together. Right. The power list is a daily restatement. Well, and the of reason I call it do. a power list is not because of anything more than it creates and gives you the fucking power to achieve your goals. So, right. I, 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 time management is just the beginning part of it. So I, I keep a list just like Andy. Um, I typically call it my fire list. And the fire list, literally every day on my calendar for years, it's at 9 p.m. every single day. It's it's the to-do list. And if Andy were to say, I need you to call me on August the 12th, and I literally would go into that fire list, that to-do list for August the 12th, you need to contact Andy. And that's my to-do list. So every day when I wake up, I know exactly what I need to do. You would be able to go in there and see everything that needs to be leveraged to somebody on our team to help because I don't do all this by myself. And all of it is detailed and organized. The organization is such a key because it gives you an understanding of what you need to do to get it accomplished on that day. And that for me, prize fighter day, the critical list, it's all the same stuff. Mm -hmm. It's you becoming clear on what you need to do in that day to be successful. And and it's so basic that 
nobody can say, oh, well, I'm sorry, I don't have a mind for organization like you do, Ben. I mean, it's very basic. Well, it's not choice. this I mean, it's ridiculous not even, It's not even detail. being that organized. It's writing no, that's down what you need what to I do. Was, that's what I was saying a minute ago. People fi- that's a fucking excuse. Right. That's somebody finding an excuse in something. Oh, oh, I'm not organized. Well, you know what? I'm not fucking organized either. I don't even close the motherfucking drawers and I get my clothes out of them. <laughs> that's the truth. You know, dude. It makes no fucking difference. We're talking about writing down a couple things a day and fucking doing them. Right. I think it's important to note that it, you're out of your five things. Wait, who were, are you? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> they were. There were things Where'd that this were, guy come from. <laughs> there were things that are progressing. Ladies and gentlemen, like meet they, Tyler. They don't cover all the other shit that you're doing that you have to do on a daily basis, like your emails. No, that's right. I don't count the basic shit. Okay. For right. me, when I talk about the physical, the reason I put the physical in there is because it is not a habit for me at this time. Mm-hmm. It goes in and out of being habitual. When it becomes a habit, I'm going to do it automatically. I move the fucker off the list, and I get a critical task replaced in there. That's, you know actually, that's actually a really good no, it's point, a point point to make, uh, Tyler. Because yeah, you're right. I mean, there's the daily things you just Tyler's know you have to do. Tyler's the man. He's the one who yeah. makes all this happen. Yeah. Let's give Tyler some yeah. credit. That's yeah. Right. So, you know why he's you know why he's coming in with that good good info? He's not wearing those salmon shorts today. <laughs> <laughs> Brain's not fogged up. <laughs> How was Vegas this weekend? No comment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was good. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn this in a, a little bit different direction. I'm curious, guys, because there are a lot of people who say that in order to help you to ensure that you're gonna do your you know five critical things on your list or your power list or whatever you call it, some people suggest, and, and there's some psychology behind this. There's some so, some um, surveys behind this or some research. Some people suggest that you make your your to-do list public. How do you feel about that? You know, if you if that creates the external pressure you need to succeed, I mean, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I. It kind of holds you accountable. It does. I, I mean, it depends on how weak you are in that area. You know, for me right now, personally, like I'm just. I it, and as funny as it is that I'm in the fitness industry, but it just goes to show you that when you don't practice the habits that you. You get weak in those areas. I mean, there's times in my life where you couldn't get me to eat a fucking pizza or couldn't get me to have a drink. And because I didn't do those things for so long, my strength went down just like it would go down if I wasn't in the weight room. The one area of my life I've never let the strength really go down is my business life because other people depend on me. So it gives the external pressure that I need. I think external pressure is something that some people fucking need. You know, for me, making a post online about doing my work, you know, that lets people know. I don't necessarily say, hey, guys, I'm going to fucking do this and hold me accountable. But at least people know I'm making an effort. That way, if they see me at fucking Billy G's or, you know, this bar here locally pounding beers, they're going to be like, what the fuck, man? You know, I mean, it, <laughs> right. it makes me a little more accountable. I, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know. What do you think, Ben? I think it really comes down to people's choice. I mean, for those individuals that I coach or, you know, for those of you, you can actually get, it's called the Men- Your Mental Toughness Playbook. Everybody can get it for free at freeplaybook.net. But it really dives down to you choosing the behaviors that you already know are going to make you successful. So I don't necessarily think a survey is going to tell us what we need to do. And, you know, the authors and speakers that do what I do when it comes to the topic of waking up in the morning, you know, there's a lot of authors, they say, oh, you have to wake up at 6 a.m. to be successful. Now, I think you know what you need to do to be successful. You yeah. know what time mm-hmm. you need to wake up. You know what's going to drive efficiency. It's you choosing to not do it. So if you challenge yourself to wake up earlier, you challenge yourself to get uncomfortable and do the things that you need to do to be successful, you will be successful. But I think it's a matter of choice rather than saying, you know, you have to put it out there to be accountable. 
if if Andy's a guy who says for accountability I have to put it out there, then I'd say put it no, out it's there. It's about finding what works for you. That's because exact, like, dude, you that's get what up, I'm saying. You get up at fucking three a.m. I don't get up till fucking eight. But you know what? I bet we still get a lot of shit done, both of us. And that, that's that's some people hear that I wake up at three o'clock in the morning, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, that's crazy! You wake yep. up at three o'clock in the morning." But you know what? I also go to bed earlier than right. Andy. Andy gets up with a mindset to hit that critical list and be efficient. So I don't care what time you get up, because the reality is, there's people no. listening to this podcast that work through the night. Dude, that's what I'm saying. And and you you will see this. You will see people who are like quote unquote motivational fucking gurus that try to define and nail down this absolute. That's my list. point. You can't do that. No, you can't do it. Like, like what you're saying about the putting it out there in public, that's it depends on the person. Mm-hmm. Like, there is no fucking quote-unquote way. that Because I, I remember when I used to read that shit, and people would be like, oh, you got to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning. Well, I've never been a fucking 5 o'clock in the morning guy. It's just not me, you know? But And I might wake up at 8 o'clock, and most of you probably get up earlier than me. But you know what? I'll bet by 10 o'clock I got more shit done than you. And that's not being an asshole. That's just being effective. It's the amount of time. It's when you wake up. And, you know, if you want more time and we can we can go into that, wake up earlier, you can find more time. There's different efficiencies. I can right. go through the math right. on that. It's actually pretty interesting to hear. But I think of our guy, Big Ty Russ. You know, Ty's a guy who there are times where he's going to work through the night. So if I'm a speaker who tells you you have to work up at 5 a.m., I'd be telling Big Ty you have to wake up when you're already up and working. It makes no sense. Right. So you have to look at the parameters in which you're given for your life, right. whether you're working for somebody else, working for yourself, and you have to determine what do I need to do in this day to be successful? Well, if you feel like you're running out of time, get up earlier. I'll give I you don't a care prime if, you, example. if you wake up at eight or nine or six or three, wake up earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you a prime example. You know, when Chris and I were running our retail store before we had First Form, before we had any of our other company, it was just First Form, or just S2, I'm sorry, our supplement superstores, we, we would work the store, okay, from uh, 8.30 till 9 o'clock at night. You know when all the planning and all the work and all the other shit got done to build our other companies? After 9 o'clock. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's when it got done. And, and so a lot, of, a lot of people here who are listening have regular jobs and they want to become an entrepreneur. So they're asking questions like, well, where do you find the time? Dude, you, you've, you've got to do what you've got to do. To, dude, I get into this a million for fucking seven hours straight. Work your fucking job. When you're done with your job, dedicate two or three hours at being extremely effective and you could start your own company while you work somewhere. I mean, it's there, there's no excuse in that. There really just comes down to no fucking excuses, you know, and we say that all the time, but that is what it comes down to. If you really want it, you will find a way. And so what happens is, is people come in and they say, well, you know, I'm tired whenever I get done with work. Well, no shit. Everybody's tired when you get done with work. But how many people have built companies when working a full-time job or two jobs or three jobs? Are you telling me you can't run up that motherfucking hill like I just did this morning? Mm-hmm. I think what happens is a lot of times people see the product and they think that it can't be that hard. And they don't realize that success is hard. They no, don't realize they think that- it's easier for somebody like you or somebody like me. or so- They have this story. It's internal dialogue. It's, oh, fucking Richard Branson. Dude, I had a guy yesterday on fucking Instagram say... I, I, you're a fucking, this is exact quote. You're a fucking fraud. You know why? Because I seen a million guys just like you that got lucky in business and got, <laughs> got lucky in business and then, uh, and then turn around and act like you're going to be some sort of mentor. That's what his comment was. And I, I fucking started to reply 
And then I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this guy. I'm just banned him. Because I'll, dude, I'll straight up ban people. I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. But I started to reply. But you know what my reply was going to be and what I thought about? You know what? You're right, dude. I was lucky. I was lucky to spend all that time in the back of my store on a piss-stained fucking mattress. I was lucky to spend all that time learning how to fucking create value in myself and my business. I was lucky to spend all that time learning how to actually help customers because without all those struggles that I had, I wouldn't fucking be here. So you know what? You're fucking right. I am lucky. Mm -hmm. Fuck you. Hmm. Okay, guys. So, Andy, you talked about doing what works for you. Ben, your big thing since I've known you, you even put them in all caps, is own your success. Find the daily habits that drive your success. So what? one of the things that I want to tease out a little bit, though, is that you guys, the assumption here is that people will actually spend a little bit of time to figure out what works for them. So because in my I'll opinion, you, the I'll only way easy. that... You want to know how you figure it out? Yeah, go ahead. You figure it out by waking up 30 minutes earlier in a day. Or, or you go to bed 30 minutes later. Take 30 minutes. You want to know how you figure it out? You want an extra time. You run out of time. You don't have time to do something. Here's 30 minutes, guys. Here's the math on this. 30 minutes. 30 minutes a day, whether you take it in the morning or at night, times five days in a week is two and a half hours, times four weeks in a month is 10 hours. If Andy and I gave each and every single one of you listening, and Vaughn and Tyler, we said we're giving everybody a gift. You're getting an extra day a month. It's an extra day to be more efficient. If I gave you 10 hours right now, would you be more successful? And you know the answer is yes, but most people aren't willing to take the 30 minutes and do something with it. And if you times that by 12, that is 12 days a year. That is more days than I had vacation time, my first job out of college from Michigan State University. So it's all in how you break it down. And most people, it's much easier to say, I don't have time, than to actually look at your day, find the time, and actually go do something with it, and compound the go do something with it with a critical list day over day over day over day until you get what you wanted, and then you set a bigger goal, and you keep fighting again, and you keep surrounding yourself with guys like Andy who motivate the hell out of you to give yourself a bigger vision to keep fighting. I like this topic. I just you know, I I get like a little it. fiery. Don't, yeah, look, don't look at me. I dropped the mic and fuck you a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, so uh, critical list, find out what works for you. What's the next? You got a, You got another point? Anything else you guys want to add? <clears throat> Dude. Tyler, our, I'll, I'll our last... Good, I'll make good on my promise from the beginning of the fucking podcast. Don't be a fucking pussy. You know? Quit telling yourself you don't have the fucking time. Quit telling yourself that somebody else has circumstances that are different from yours that make them super powerful. You know what you're doing? You're fucking negating and disrespecting that person's work ethic and the price they've paid to get where they want to go. In our business, our fitness business, supplement store, people come in and they say this shit. Well, you know, Tyler, you'll laugh because you fucking already you already know what I'm going to say. I was going to chime in, actually. You already know what I'm so, going to yeah, say. I do. Because everybody comes in the store and they say this shit. And it's so fucking offensive, yet they don't realize how offensive it is. They say, well, you know, I don't want to work out. I don't want to get too serious because, like, <laughs> you know, I don't want to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger or anything. <laughs> and I look at him and I'm like, do you realize how disrespectful that statement is to somebody who's worked their whole fucking life to do what it is their craft is? It's just, it's, it's, it's obscene. I don't want to like, make too much money. It's like, it's like <laughs> going in the fucking bicycle store and buying a fucking huffy bike and saying, you know, I don't know if I want this bike because next year I could be doing the Tour de France and I'm not sure that uh, my wife would be happy with that time off of work. I mean, it's the most arrogant, stupid fucking thing to say. So whenever you sit there and you say, oh, fucking, 
Richard Branson got lucky or fucking, you know, Donald Trump got lucky or whoever the person you pick. Andy got lucky or whoever, whoever you're, you are so, you're, you're being so fucking disrespectful to that person and what they sacrificed to be where they are. And you sound like a total fucktard. That's the honest to God's truth. And don't edit that out. Cause it's the truth. I, when I, I'm don't, at dinner, I don't edit anything. When I'm at dinner with people and they fucking tell me, Oh, dude, must be nice, or that guy got lucky, or this or that. Guess what? Guess who's never going to dinner with me ever again, ever. And guess who wants to? Guess who I want to punch in the fucking eye? It's the most ignorant thing you could possibly say. There's no fucking luck. Luck is opportunity. That's all it is. Opportunity that's been executed on. That's it. That's all it is. And to tell yourself, oh, I don't have enough time, or that guy's got it easier than me. Or what if I do all this work and blah, 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 blah. That's you being a fucking pussy. Get over it. Period. I, I'm speechless. Well, it's, I mean, it's the same thing like, you know, when you see these people at, the, at your stores who say. Dude, I want to make a shirt that says <laughs> MFCEO Project on the back. Say, don't be a fucking pussy. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious, dude. It's the pussification of this whole whole. You guys are all looking at me like I'm crazy. Maybe I'm sounding crazy right well, now. Well, you are crazy. But, but dude, that's, I'm that's, just saying the that's whole... That's what's going to sell the books. The whole fucking <laughs> pussification of this society of like how to find these fucking excuses in every... Like some people... Like, dude, if finding excuses were a fucking business, there'd be a hundred million times more millionaires because people are looking at every nook and cranny of fucking every opportunity to find the excuse instead of looking for the opportunity to execute upon, which is what you fucking call luck. It's disgusting. It's, it's sickening. That's the whole purpose of this podcast. You know, I, I, dude, I, I'm, just, I'm speechless because I'm so sick of fucking hearing it. I'm so sick of seeing it. I'm sick of people seeing comments like, oh, must be nice. Well, yeah, it was fucking nice not getting paid for 10 motherfucking years. That was really fucking nice. When you were out fucking getting your job, working your career for $40,000 and telling me to get a fucking real job, must be nice. You know, dude, I'm fucking sick of that language. Must be nice. They got lucky. They have special circumstances. Eliminate bullshit from your mind. Get it out of there because it's, it's not the truth. That's your justification for not wanting to do what the fuck it takes. You know how many times during this business career that I've been in where I wanted to blow my fucking brains out and I'm not being fucking, I'm not being, uh, I'm being literal. Where I literally thought like, dude, I do not even want to fucking live anymore. You want to talk about hard? All, you, all these people see is the glory. They see the outside of what people fucking do. They see the fucking nice house or the vacation or the car, and they say shit that's so fucking obscenely ignorant and disrespectful without considering the price that's been paid. And I guess what I'm telling you in this fucking two-minute-long rant is, dude, you're going to have to pay the price too if you want it. There's gonna be either, you're not going to have an easy path. You know, the, the fucking society we live in perpetuates this, you know, the get rich quick path. You know, you see all these fucking guys on Instagram saying, oh, I'm going to fucking make you a millionaire in a fucking week. Buy my fucking products. Buy my this or that. Dude, that perpetuates the problem. None of that shit works. When was the last time you saw somebody who is a, a fucking, you know, selling a lesson or whatever, and you see their customers' fucking yachts. You don't see it. You see their yacht. Where's their customers' yachts? 
Mm-hmm. And dude, these people buy into this shit over and over and over again, which is all time they could have been using to develop the success habit via the power list, you know, and having their own personal victories, creating momentum, creating all the things we're talking about. But they choose to try to look for the easy route. And it's just not there. I mean, do you know anybody who has a fucking easy? Success is not easy. You go to any successful person, it's not easy. But most people won't choose it. Here's what I find to be interesting, right? And, and I'm not calling anybody out because we can't see your hands and we can't see the nods of, of your heads. But I've mentioned a couple of times since I've been on this podcast, and I've mentioned it online, you can go and get the Mental Toughness Playbook for free. Freeplaybook.net. It is the six proven mental training tools that have been put to the test by Super Bowl champions, NCAA champions, people running $100 million companies, literally the exact same things that I would show Andy if I were coaching Andy. The same principles, and it's free. You put in your name, you put in your email, you can have it for free. And it's like, how many people have actually taken advantage of it? And the cool thing about Periscope is I had a guy recently, I was doing a Periscope, he's in Japan, and while I'm going live, he's like, man, I checked out the playbook, it's awesome, it's really helping me, and I'm thinking, thank you for somebody who's actually downloading it. You doing can the work, they're doing not, the work. I'm not selling you the book. I have books that I could sell you, go buy them on Amazon, but I'll give you one for free, and it's the one that'll make the most difference in your life because the principles that I write about in the books, I've pulled them out and put them in this playbook. And then people want to call us and they want to say, what do I need to do to be successful? Dude, it's you in know the what? book. Dude, it's the same thing I'm sitting here saying. They are, dude, people think there's some fucking secret that after we turn the microphones off here that we all talk about, we're like, hey, you know, <laughs> like here's the real secret that we're not fucking telling anybody. We don't fucking do that. There is no secret. The secret is what we're telling you. The difference is, is that you're choosing to do or not fucking do it. And that's it. Yeah. That, it, that's, that's my whole point. All these exercises, Andy's critical list, I call it a prize fighter day. It's in that playbook. Dude. Prize fighter day morning, it's in the playbook. And how many people have downloaded it, right? So we're literally saying, go get it for free. And it is the guide that will help you follow through on everything that Andy said on this podcast. And I'd be interested to see of the, you know, six, 7,000 downloads a day that this podcast gets, how many people would actually go and download that book when we're giving it to you for free. And it might just be the difference in your life. And I'll, yeah. I'll give you, I'll give you two examples. I think this will re- resonate well because I want everybody to choose to take action on something today from this time together we had. I had a woman from a Fortune 500 company an executive contact me. She wanted to become a professional speaker and a coach. We get together. I said, "How often? How many times on a daily basis do you tell people that that's what you want to do?" And she said, "I never tell people about it." And I said, well, what's your expectation that you're going to drive business if nobody knows this is what you want to do? So I said, okay, let's set a goal to start. I said, could you five times a day, whether it's email, phone calls, five times a day, let people know. And she goes, well, I could give it a try. Well, long story short, that woman is no longer trying to be a speaker or coach because she couldn't do it five times a day. It's not what she wanted. She couldn't choose it. How easy was that to build the habit from there? Then you take a kid that had hired me to speak when he was the speaking agent at a company up in Canada where I've done a lot of speaking. This kid's now at another company. He contacts me, hey, I'd like to put together one of your boot camps that you do up in Vancouver. I give him action steps. This kid is solidifying sponsors. He's putting butts in the seats because he wants it. So Mm -hmm. you have to hit that moment. Vaughn, you tripled in terms of your business because you wanted it. That's all Andy and I are trying to get across here. Yes, we get excited. Yes, we get fired up. We just want you to take the strength, the courage, the conviction, the belief you have in yourself, and just choose to go do something with it. It's it's really not any more complicated. You know, 
It's extremely frustrating for me when people say they want it but can't follow it up with any action. It's, it's, it's the most fucking irritating thing on the face of the earth because you don't need me or Ben or Vaughn or fucking anybody, Tony Robbins or any of these dudes who dedicate their fucking lives to helping people to give you permission, quote unquote, to succeed. You've got to give yourself permission. You've got to say, you know what? I do want this, and I'm going to go fucking take it. Because the reality is, is nobody, not me, not Ben, not Vaughn, not anybody, is going to come up and give you this fucking opportunity and say, oh, here you go, my friend. Here's an opportunity for you to finally step out of your comfort zone and become the successful person that you want to become. You've got to decide to do it on your own. And the way you decide to do it is not through your fucking voice. It's not through your affirmations. It's through your fucking action. It's what you do. Okay? Which is why writing down five things a day to go fucking do becomes extremely powerful. Because it takes you from a shit talker to a motherfucking doer. And when you become a motherfucking doer and that's a habit for you, guess what happens? Anything that you want. And that's the bottom line. And I think that's the final word. If you want to close with any other... Uh, I heard just, the mic drop pretty loud. Yeah, on that the, the mic dropped on that one. Uh, yeah. Like All I right. said, I've been speechless multiple times this... Uh, this podcast. Well, fuck, so. man. I mean, how many times we got to talk about the same shit without making somebody get up and go do something? Yeah. Tell us what your fucking actions. Don't tell me. Show me. Yeah. We're in fucking Missouri. You know what Missouri is? Show me state. Baby. That's right. Mm-hmm. Give a fuck what you say. It's what you do, and that's the what. That's what the world re- rewards. The world does not reward affirmations. It does not w- reward talk. It rewards yeah. actions. And speak, speaking of actions, you know, the, the reviews that have been flowing in, it's mm-hmm. uh, very humbling to read and, and the difference that this is making for so mm-hmm. many individuals. But, you know, rather than just sending the reviews that say, hey, it was really good, you know, if you want that accountability like Vaughn talked about earlier, leave a review and do what Andy just said. What was the action step? What did you do from what we just talked about? Yeah, what what did good. you do? Yeah, hashtag power list. What's your, yeah. Dude. What is it? Because I want to summarize this one more time. All right, look. The purpose of, of, of defining the effective task that you need to take is for you to create momentum, power, and a habit of success. It's to create confidence, okay? And it's to create momentum forward, all right? Execute on items one through five. Do that every day. Doesn't matter if it takes one hour or two hours. It shouldn't take longer than three hours to do your fucking list. You know, it really shouldn't. Do those things on a daily basis. Your confidence will fucking increase because you're winning on a day-by-day basis. You tell yourself, look, I physically crossed off items one through five. I won today. I got to win. You string, enough, you string enough wins together, guess what happens? Winning becomes a fucking habit, all right? Then, no longer are you struggling to get your five things done. Now you're just doing them, okay? Now you're a habitual winner, on a daily basis. And if you can habitually win for 10 years in a fucking row, what do you think your life's going to look like? It's going to be everything that you've ever wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. You know, you remove the quote unquote, what if out of the equation, 
what if I do all this work? What if, I, what if the world doesn't reward me the way it rewarded him? You make adjustments along the way to create the result. And I think that's the biggest point that people need to walk away from is that you are in control of your destiny when you take the actions properly on a consistent basis. And, and Vaughn, you're a past, you, you've been a pastor, right? How many times do people say it's in God's hands mm-hmm. and use that as a fucking excuse not to do anything? As if faith is passive. I'm serious. No, you're, no, you're right. But they we think that— we talked about this before. They, and I'm not—dude, yeah. not, people are like, oh, it's all in the Lord's hands. I respect that. But what you know what? If I'm the Lord and I'm your fucking father, I want you to go out and live the best, most productive, happiest, most contributing life that you could possibly live. Mm-hmm. And guess who has to get off their ass to fucking do it? You. Mm-hmm. And that's the point. Quit finding excuses in every single little thing in order for you to not move. You said that about 2% of the people would actually do something, and that's pretty pathetic. But the upside of that is if, if you're out there and you actually do act, you're going to be in the elite 2% that's, that actually that's the achieves thing, something. Is that people think, that most oh, people are not going to do so this. so crowded. No, it's only yeah. fucking crowded at the bottom because everybody's yeah. doing the same shit. Yeah. They're talking a little bit. They're doing a little bit of action. They're not creating a, uh, you know, a lifetime habit of success. Yeah. They're doing it for three months at a time. It's, very, it's crowded at the bottom. The, the further up you get... The less people are successful because most people quit. And then it becomes, you got momentum, you've got cash flow coming in, you have all these good things happening, and it becomes easier. Yeah. It just becomes different. Yeah. And people don't see that, man. They think it's like, I mean, there's really no way to describe it without yeah. experiencing it is the yeah. problem. You know, like, like people listening are probably like, dude, this guy is so full of shit, blah, 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 blah. You know, this is how it really is. He's lost touch with how things are. No. I'm fucking telling you how it really is. I'm telling you the shit that other people won't tell you. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how to explain it. You know, I'm not the most articulate guy. I fill in beautiful words with words like fuck. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how else to do it. Well, I, I do what, think. I mean, what, yeah. what else can I say? I, I think the phrase that Ben uses does make a lot of sense. And, it, and it's a great way, I think, to sum this whole up, which is attack the process. Exactly. Every day, do a little bit every day. you become a master of the fucking process, you yeah. become a master of the result. Yeah. You know, and that's what people don't get. Quit focusing on the million dollars and start focusing on the daily task it takes to make the million dollars. Yeah. You know, it's a, the results are a byproduct of the process. So master the process, you master the results. Am I wrong or right? Amen, brother. Is this not what you teach? It's exact. It's exactly what I teach. It's, it's the same it's thing the, as doing a the fucking, process that drives results. It doesn't matter. It's a, okay, look at it like from a fitness standpoint. Look at it from a, a fitness standpoint. If you eat healthy every day, if you drink the proper amounts of water, if you lift and do cardio every single day, what's going to happen? You're going to get results. Business is the same thing. It's the same thing. I, I can't tell you how many people you see... Right, they go online and they announce, "I'm gonna go run a marathon." Right, great. You're challenging yourself to do it. They're gonna go run a marathon, and you know what? That same individual figures out exactly what they need to do every single day, exactly what the training runs are to go finish the marathon. And you know what? They go, they run, they finish the marathon, and they post the pictures on Facebook. Yet when it comes to doing the same thing in business, breaking down what it takes on a daily basis to be successful. They say, how do you be successful? And I always look and I say, 
Go look at an area in your life where you've done what we're talking about. When you trained for that marathon, all you did was attack the process every single day. So co don't come to me and give me an excuse and say you don't know what I'm talking about. If you're competing in a bodybuilding contest, you're going to follow through on what it takes to be at your best, to strip the weight, to cut the weight, to, to do the extra reps that it takes to be successful. Just take that and correlate it to your business. Attack the process, or your, get after it, and or, you will achieve. Or your career inside of a company. It doesn't always, you know, we talk about entrepreneurship so much here that sometimes guys get left in the cold because they're in a, like, they're inside of a, a model and they're like not an entrepreneur. But dude, being successful inside of a company is having an entrepreneurial mindset. It's doing the same things. It's coming in and attacking your job with passion and effectiveness consistently over the course of time. And guess what happens then? Then you create value. When you create value, you create a, a, a power within you that means that your company cannot get rid of you. And when your company can't get rid of you, guess who gets to write their own fucking paycheck? It's all about the same. It's all the same. It's all the same. Yeah. You know? Definitely. But tying this shit together, is, it doesn't matter. You could tie it together and we could talk about it for... I mean, how much... I mean, people pay to hear the same shit over and over and over and over and over and over again because they think it's going to kick them in the ass and get them to move. And I guess that's good for, for us when we speak. But, you know, I would for one time like to see people go out and just fucking dominate. Because that's what I, this isn't about the money. This isn't about building something for us. This is about giving back and seeing people succeed is the biggest fucking reward that I could ever get. I just want people to go out and fucking do it. Definitely. Well, we want you to attack the process, and frankly, it's been a process uh, from the first episode until now, and we'd like to think that we're getting better and better. That's certainly what we're trying to do, and a lot of it has been because of your help. Thank you so much for the questions that you've sent in and the feedback. Uh, if you have, if you continue to have questions, send them to askandy at themfceo.com. Like I said, if you want to hear, uh, if you want to link directly to this episode, it's themfceo.com slash P9. So, uh, so yeah, guys, we've, uh, we've covered a lot of topics or a lot of angles of this topic and uh, hope you put it into practice, but Andy, why don't you, well, Ben, why don't you sign off and then Andy, why don't you wrap us up? Everybody pay attention to what you can do in your life. Listen to the message from today. We get this fiery because we care. Just choose to attack the process, identify the action steps that are going to make you successful in your life. And then you go out and choose to follow through on those action steps because of what it means for you and the things you want in your life. Guys, it doesn't matter what you feel like. It doesn't matter if you're sick. It doesn't matter if you're hurt. It doesn't matter if you have one leg or one arm or one fucking eye. Or it doesn't matter. What matters is and what separates the people who fucking succeed from the people that don't is the people who execute on a daily basis regardless of how they feel. I have a, feel, I have a saying that I use all the time. Do it anyway. All right? So that's all you need to do. That's it. You know, we could talk about this and that and this strategy and all this fucking shit and plan it all out for you and make this beautiful fucking plan. But if you don't go out and fucking execute it on the days you feel great as well as the days you feel like shit and you'd rather die than to fucking execute, then you're never going to make it. And that's it. It's executing when you feel good. It's executing when you feel bad. It's making a habit of execution. And that's it. So I can sit here and talk about this all day, but it's on your fucking shoulders, not mine. So get the fuck out there and do it anyway.